Hey there, family members. You have McGann the fangirl. And today's video, we are going over the good dinosaur and whether or not Arlo would kind of be a Boy Scout. Or actually, no, let me correct myself. Today, which is April 16th, 2019, you don't say Boy Scouts anymore. It's Scouts BSA because now girls can join too. So it's a whole new thing. And my entire family is a huge scouting supporter. I've got my daughter in Scouts BSA, my son's in Scouts BSA, my littlest one, Archer, will be in Cub Scouts eventually when he's old enough. And my husband's a leader and I'm a merit badge counselor. So sometimes I have BSA on the brain, which is probably how this theory came about. But I had watched The Good Dinosaur and I wanted to talk about The Good Dinosaur, but I couldn't think of anything to talk about with The Good Dinosaur. So this is what I came up with. Forgive me if it's as crazy as I am. This is McGann, the Disney fangirl. And today I want to talk about a little theory I came up with while watching The Good Dinosaur last night. Now this video is going to contain quite a lot of spoiler information, so if you have not had a chance to catch up with The Good Dinosaur, uh, I would maybe like or subscribe or whatever you can do to save this video and check it out after you've had a chance to see it because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. I actually managed to see The Good Dinosaur after somehow avoiding seeing any previews or any content other than merchandise in the store. So I really had no clue what this was about other than a dinosaur that seemingly adopted a little boy. So in that sense, I got to come in watching the movie with a really clean perspective and nothing that was like skewed or already preformed by the media. And really what I kept thinking of while watching this movie was that, man, this seems like a plug for joining Boy Scouts. And I'll tell you, maybe it's because my oldest just got the arrow of light in Cub Scouts and crossed over to a Boy Scout a few weeks ago. But I, I was just watching this and I was seeing like my son who's almost in sixth grade and thinking of, oh wow, this is the kind of adventure that I could see him relatively having in modern day society through his first Boy Scout camp out. And so what I first noticed is that the main character, Arlo, who's this uh, green kind of brachiosaurus type dinosaur, he is not what I thought he was going to be age-wise. I had thought from the different merchandise and stuff that I had seen, I had strongly gotten the impression that he was an older person, maybe, you know, in human years closer to a college student. But I was really surprised that he was really more like a middle school boy. And I say middle school kind of to help support my theory here, but we obviously, we see Arlo when he's hatched from an egg. We see him a little while later when he's clearly in his younger phase than he is for the rest of the movie. And then he seems to be in this kind of preteen phase where he's still really awkward and not quite gotten a handle on, you know, how to be a dinosaur, basically. How to be the dinosaur in society that he needs to be. And really, if you look at it, the age that Arlo kind of seems to be in the film is really a prime age for becoming a new Boy Scout and going on his first adventure like that on his own. Because when you're a Cub Scout in uh, first through fifth grade, maybe soon kindergarten through fifth grade, you have what's called an Aquila. And Aquila is generally a parent that kind of guides you through and tells you to do everything and how to do it and supervises everything. And we see that a lot on the farm with his parents because Arlo's mother is, you know, always kind of giving him the corn and telling him what, what chores to do. 
And his father is kind of a lead by example guy. And when Arlo doesn't perform the task of, of catching and killing the critter that's eaten everything, and he lets the little critter that turns out to be the little boy go, his dad makes him chase him down. And it's at that point when they're in that chase that, again, spoiler, please click away if you have not seen this movie yet, that the dad gets washed away by a landslide and he's gone. So, I mean, while they don't seem to have grade school kind of things in this dinosaur universe, he quite literally lost his Aquila. And then essentially in the film, instead of, you know, having a new Aquila, it's more like he transitions into Boy Scouts and Arlo pairs up with the little boy who is kind of like a pet and kind of like an equal at the same time. It's like as much as, as the little boy acts like a dog, he's also much more... Like, hey, let me show you how to do this. Let me let me give you tips on how to survive without really saying it. So it's kind of like another Boy Scout. And unlike Cub Scouts, where it's very parental heavy involvement, Boy Scouts is really, you know, the boys take care of each other for the most part. So I, I thought at that point in that movie, I started thinking, man, this reminds me so much of Boy Scouts. And really, if you look at Pixar, they do have, I mean, what seems like a pretty good, pretty positive relationship with Boy Scouts, or at least scouting in general, because we see Russell and Up, and while he's not branded a Boy Scout, I'm sure for legal reasons, he's, you know, a wilderness explorer, which is basically the same principle. And then also there's a thing called the uh, Jamboree that happens every several years for a giant Boy Scout sleepover. It's a big national event. And Pixar oftentimes will make specialty badges for the kids that live in the same county that Pixar's in. Like every different council has um, their own special set of patches. And the council that Pixar resides in, they got these specially made Monster University patches for every kid who went to the Jamboree. And so there seems to definitely at least be a fondness between Pixar and scouting, so it would not surprise me at all if they intended this to be some kind of subtext of, hey, look, here's a kid transitioning from, you know, Cub Scouts to Boy Scouts, and look how it's shaped his life for the better. And then throughout the movie, we see different things that Arlo and his eventually named pet Spot do, which could be concluded as Spot is helping Arlo earn these different kind of merit badge type things. Again, there's no real equivalent in the dinosaur world, but uh, Arlo learns different survival skills, uh, especially when his leg gets stuck under the rock and has to dig under it to get out. Uh, how to make a temporary shelter, foraging for food. Um, Spot teaches Arlo how to swim. And then Arlo starts learning other things on his journey back home, like, you know, stranger danger, which is funny because in all of the Boy Scout uh, handbooks, every time they publish one, they have a removable sort of chapter there at the beginning that talks about stranger danger and which adults to trust and how to know if something's not appropriate and that sort of thing. And so if we look at Arlo's dinosaur interactions the first few that he get as soon as he's out on his own we have the kind of triceratops type dinosaur i'm sorry i'm not savvy on all the different dinosaur uh, species but we have that one that's kind of crazy and then we have the pterodactyls that show up shortly after that that arlo also trusts because they act really nice but they turn out to not be such good characters 
And it's really, for me, it drives home just the fact about what Boy Scouts tries to teach you right off the bat about, you know, you need to be careful about who you trust and, you know, if these adults are really the adults you want to trust kind of thing. Arlo also learns about different cultures through the different people he meets and part of that stranger danger as well. He learns about, you know, cattle and livestock through the longhorns that the uh, T-Rex family is trying to get back. Uh, he learns about athletics because really we don't see him do anything on his farm life that's really physical. I mean, he walks around and feeds those chicken-like creatures, but he's not really an active athletic kind of kid. We also see Arlo what seems to be learning CPR at the end of the film because he looks like he saves Spot. Even though it clearly wasn't full CPR he did, it's still, I guess that's the only way you can really take that. And there was a camp out. They had a campfire where they were telling stories. If that doesn't scream Boy Scouts, I don't know what does. And all of this was building Arlo's confidence and his character and helping to shape who he was. And basically, these were all things that he would have never done or learned if he had not been basically forced out of his home through this series of events and made to learn how to do Boy Scout type things. And now while watching through the film, I mean, just out of 120 something merit badges that Boy Scouts could earn, Arlo could have earned or started getting credit towards working on, you know, the following giant list of badges here, just from this one experience of getting washed away from home and waking up at that point. Okay, he's got animal science, athletics, bird study, camping, citizenship in the nation. They also have a citizenship in the community or world, but since he was kind of not specifically known where he was, it wasn't his community, but it wasn't Definitely, he didn't explore the whole world, but he definitely went beyond his normal community and he definitely wasn't in the world. So I would say citizenship in the nation for that, he at least started. Uh, climbing, crime prevention, because, you know, the raptors stole the longhorns and you know, made that issue. I guess it wouldn't technically be illegal if they don't have dinosaur police, but still, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that that's in the same context there. Uh, dog care, because Spot was clearly some kind of dog-like animal, or supposed to be. Emergency preparedness. Family life, because he's constantly, you know, talking about family, learning about other people's family, trying to get home, and that sort of thing. First aid, forestry, disability awareness, because mainly the um, T-Rex that he was talking to had... Um, what the gator bite that messed up his jaw hiking horsemanship again that one might be a little bit of a stretch but with his experience with the t-rex family they were definitely doing horse-like stuff and he was trying to learn and copy it insect study if you look at what spot brings arlo to eat in the uh, beginning of their adventure life-saving mammal study nature orienteering although arlo could use a lot more practice on that Possibly pets, if not dog care, since he was definitely taking care of Spot like a pet. Reptile and amphibian study, again, mostly based on stuff that um, Spot was bringing Arlo to eat in the beginning of their adventure. Surveying, swimming, whitewater, and wilderness survival. And that doesn't even look into the kind of badges he could earn for when he gets back home, like farm mechanics. And there's there's things about like water and irrigation and stuff like that, specifically focused on crops and plant sciences. So really, while the good dinosaur doesn't come out and say, hey, this is a plug for the Boy Scouts of America, it really seems like it is. And even with the ending where, where Spot and Arlo part ways and Spot goes off with another human family that clearly do, do not appear to be his actual blood family, 
it's like once you leave camp, you feel like, or once you leave scouts, you feel like you're really connected with these other kids, like they are your family, and it can be difficult to separate away. And it really seems like the film is saying, you know, go beyond yourself, learn new things, have new experiences, you know, get outside your own yard, basically. And that is something that Boy Scouts does. Because when Arlo comes home, his mother mistakes him for her now deceased husband. And that's just sort of another plug in my mind of how Boy Scouts kind of helps to shape the person that you grow up to be. Another clue that I think it's kind of suggestive that Arlo is doing a Boy Scout type adventure is that they're all kind of Southern. And I don't know how many people have any experience with the South that would be watching this, but Boy Scouts is huge in the South. I mean, there are Boy Scout troops all over the country, but if you want to see where there's, you know, you can't go down the street without tripping over a troop, you go down to the South. And so just the fact that all the dinosaurs he interacted with were like southern dinosaurs on their farm and that kind of thing, it just kind of implied to me like they were in a southern place where Boy Scouts would already be more prolific. So in my mind, there's basically no doubt left that Arlo is maybe the first Boy Scout or Dino Scout, if you will. I mean, we can't even guess how a place would fully develop socially if a meteor hadn't hit and dinosaurs were the intelligent beings of the planet. But it definitely seems like it has Boy Scout themes over and over and over in the film. Even if there's no actual boy or dino scout kind of group to join. So that's my fan theory on Disney Pixar's The Good Dinosaur. If you agree, disagree, whatever, want to see a different kind of video, let me know in the comments. And I ask you kindly to subscribe because apparently I need 100 subscribers to be able to make a channel name. So thank you so much for watching today. Well, how did it go? Did I convince anybody that Arlo is totally a Boy Scout? Or, sorry, Scouts BSA member? It's still a little clunky. They haven't quite figured out how to make that work and roll off the tongue as smoothly as Boy Scouts, but it's getting there. Well, thank you again for watching, my dear, dear, dear family members. And don't forget to check me out at youtube.com slash thefangirlwatches or over on Instagram at say halo goodbye. Thanks for watching and we'll see you in the next podcast.